Was it good for you? Was it good for Hello, everybody. Hello, my name is Eliza Lawrence. And I'm Hannah. And this is Was It Good For You, the podcast. This is where we'll be discussing everything sex-related prompted Mm -hmm. by the question, Was It Good For You? We'll give our guests some room to share their oddest, most honest parts of their sexual journey. But before we start introducing ourselves, we want to say a few things. We are talking about vulnerable and exposing subjects, so please respect our guests and ourselves and what they have to say. We as hosts are young and are continuously learning despite our backgrounds in the sex industry. So without further ado, welcome to episode two of our podcast. Today with us, we have Amanda sandstrom who is the editor-in-chief alongside her husband, Philip, of a brilliant, tangible and online magazine called Playful, which is Berlin-born, and it exposes the people to the lifestyles of the beautifully eccentric. On their website, which is playfulmag.com, the two have a really nice introduction text about themselves, and one line that stuck out particularly for us was um, that Amanda and Philip, her husband, who moved to Berlin, were seeking a platform that introduced the city to them without blur. That's like a very nice way to put it. So without further ado, Amanda, welcome uh, to our podcast. Welcome. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Saying hello again. Um, we just wanted to start off this interview by asking, was it good for you? Uh, I think it wasn't that good, <laughs> but it's that's my fault as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Very yeah. good. I love an honest woman. Tell us a little bit more about that, about your journey. Well, I think that... As a teenager, mm-hmm. of course, it's exciting with sex, but mm-hmm. you also, the images of how you're supposed to look and mm-hmm. be that are like not only in porn, but also around all, all, all channels and everywhere all the time. Yeah, it makes, yeah, especially as a straight girl, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm very aware about how I look compared to others. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of being outside my experience more than inside it. Yeah. And especially if you have one night stands, I think that's not, you're not, you can't really. Yeah. And yeah. I had my, well, I had my first boyfriend when at 15, mm-hmm. but it didn't last very long. And then after that, I had my first boyfriend at 17. So between those, mm-hmm. I was very curious. I loved, like, I think was exciting yeah. with sex, of yeah. course, but mm-hmm. it wasn't good. And mm-hmm. it's not that it was good when I was 17 either, yeah. but mm-hmm. <laughs> you could like start. Uh, yeah, and that was not a long lasting boyfriend either. I didn't yeah. have long lasting boyfriends till I was like 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah. And what changed between those times? Well, um, a little bit all the time, very, mm-hmm. but very, very small steps, yeah. I guess. So like sometimes having sex and instead of being outside my body being inside of it Mm -hmm. and then like coming for the first time with the person like it's such a vulnerable thing to come Mm -hmm. and to come together with someone or alone with a man it can be like a little bit uh oh shit yeah how did i act (laughs) you know (laughs) afterward you're like oh what happened Uh, especially uh, when you're young like and then i think when you feel secure with someone and then you're just like figuring things out and you're like okay he loves when i am in it yeah and then you start to feel comfortable but it takes the right person because it's i think it's not so easy for men as well yeah like because they all they have to go like they're the stuff they have to learn from Mm -hmm. i mean i talked a lot about this with my uh, husband too that he's like he talked about that he was of course like like I was 
also very curious about porn when you were a like, teenager. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And still am, but in a very, very different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. yeah, and he was like, well, you know, his parents found porn on the computer and they kind of punished him. They were like, like oh. what the fuck, this is not okay, you know? Instead of being like, oh, okay, this is interesting. But, but let's try this instead. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So just something where like, you know, uh, so I think it's like... A lot of men need a woman to also correct them. Definitely. Right? I had this situation with my my last boyfriend where he saw how I orgasmed and he was like, okay, the rest of it was not real that I watched because they all looked nice when they orgasmed. <laughs> and you look like, what's this film? <laughs> the Exorcist. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you either look like you're taking a huge shit or, and you're really relieved, but it's, you know, you're going through a process. Yeah. Oh, you look like the exorcist. And I was like, I was like, for, for a second, I was like, oh, that's not very sexy. And then yeah. I was like, no way. It is He's saying sexy. that is sexy. Yeah. That it is. Because it's yeah. raw yeah. and organic. And, yeah. Yeah. you know. Isn't it the best, though, when you, like, come and you watch the person you're with and you're mm-hmm. like, they are like, mm-hmm. like, they are in it and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're, like, mm-hmm. sweeping me off. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. that's so beautiful. It's, it's a great so moment. It's so beautiful. Like, just watching each other... I think that's the most beautiful thing, like, beautiful part about sex, that's what turns me on the most, like, seeing that a partner is turned on by me being turned yeah. on, like, that's, that's a whole whole thing, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you think you grew into your sexuality in your 20s and came more into your body? Yeah, definitely, like, actually, when I think about it, when I was young, I used to, like, after sex, masturbate in mm. the shower till mm. I came, because I was, like, not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how my teenage, yeah. like, sex experiences Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, sad. I was like hiding. It's like okay, let's. <laughs> I gotta just come too, <laughs> instead yeah. of like doing it. But yeah, yeah. Did you fake it with your partners? Yeah, that definitely happened. Mm-hmm. Of That's course. a very common yeah. thing. Yeah. But I think even back then, I knew that it wasn't good to fake it. So mm-hmm. I sometimes didn't yeah. do it. And I was like, even as a 16 or 17 year old, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they were like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just don't feel it's. Sometimes you can fake it, and then the why while you're faking it, I mean, coming from acting experiences, <laughs> sometimes you can breathe, and then suddenly it happens while you're faking it. Because you're like, ooh, ooh, and then he's seeing you do this thing, and I'm like, oh, I like what you're seeing. Yeah, true. I'm true, gonna true, do it too, true. and then oh, suddenly never it appears. Nah. it's like a good karma for doing a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah true. Kind true. of. But um, I guess but yeah, I get, yeah. the breathing maybe that might get you really into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this thing called um, uh, like non-touch orgasmic workshops, and it's a lot about like feeling another person's like body heat, and also a lot about breathing. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's really breathing into an orgasm. Exactly, it's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've got more playful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. Um, I think I've been with my man for like six, seven years now. And I think together with him, we grew into like a lot of, we were, we've been very curious together. Like we've been, mm. so we've been in different phases, of course, but then some of them have been like, okay, what can we do together? Like, how mm. can we do it? How can we do it fun? And what can we try that we're not sure we like? <laughs> you know, yeah. that, and that has been super fun. And also I think 
bringing sex toys into the game has also mm. been something that has been intimidating to my ex-partners. Oh, mm. Actually. Uh, because it's no, no longer his full autonomy. Or exactly, just I think like, it's that. They are quite offensively big sometimes. <laughs> or weird um, colours. Uh, <laughs> like, you're colouring me on green thing into my... <laughs> no, but I, I think it's more that like... Um, I think it's very old school and I think yeah. it's very much like mm-hmm. you know like isn't me isn't am I not enough you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah true, true yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. I think it's very but this was a long time ago no it is yes. <laughs> no but he's very uh, I remember the one time like I wanted this um uh, Satisfier Pro mm-hmm. do you know it yeah yes, I know it. Yeah. yeah so I was I wanted it when I turned like I think it was on my 25th birthday, like mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want this one for my birthday. And he bought it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we went to Berlin. I got it on the train to Berlin, actually. That's fun. Yeah. Um, it, we lived in Sweden back then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we were trying it out, I remember he got like a little bit jealous in the beginning. He was like, that looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, had- the advertising is, it literally sucks your clit. Yes. Yeah. That's the advertising. Yes. Sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm being Yeah. And we talked about it. He's like, I think I'm getting a little bit jealous. But then he had a dream about it. <laughs> and he woke up and he was like, I like it now. I like it a lot. <laughs> he had a dream that he was also getting pleasure from the same thing? No. Or that he was that the we vibrator? Were just, I think it was probably the second day of having it or something mm-hmm. it was pretty very close on yeah. and he had a dream about me using it and it was part of our kind of thing mm-hmm. in a better way instead of me being like don't touch me i'm here i'm pleasuring myself you know mm-hmm. and that wasn't what happened even when i got it mm-hmm. but i think he kind of felt like oh maybe i'm not needed anymore anyways yeah yeah, yeah. True, true. that's a whole narrative about like men oftentimes being intimidated by sex toys because they feel like they're not necessary there anymore mm. which is not the case at all it's so fun to have sex toys in sex play that just enriches the whole situation yeah, yeah. and yeah. also the orgasm isn't the be-all and end-all right yeah. especially if you haven't had them all the time that you've been with men you've yeah. learned to experience sex in loads of different ways so actually the clitoris is just an orgasm tool and not the clitoris, the vibrator. <laughs> the clitoris is an orgasm tool. <laughs> Quote of the podcast. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's good. So great. And so they use that. You're happy. You blush. Um, yeah. I think the satisfier makes you look, you know, when you're... Satisfied? T- yeah, it makes you look satisfied. But you know that when they say pregnant women blush, I feel like after using the satisfier, I'm like... I look like I've got pregnancy skin. <laughs> and I walk oh, out and I'm like, oh, hello, new world. <laughs> I heard that before, actually. Yeah. yeah, some people post photos of in- on Instagram. And they're like, mm-hmm. after three times with Satisfyer, and they're like, oh, glowing. Yeah. They, sh- they should have a masturbator filter on Instagram. Oh, Fuck you should do it. Yeah. It should be the was it good blushing filter. Yeah. That should definitely be a thing. Blushing oh, cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Like a little bit. Little sweaty, like, sweat. <laughs> <laughs> like highlighter. Yeah, that's good. No, true. It's definitely like the post-orgasm glow that you get off of that. Very, very, very lovely. True, true, true. Mm. So we have a question. Mm. You moved here two years ago, roughly, two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, was it two thousand? Was it three years ago? Or was it two years ago? <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe two years ago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Roughly two years ago. Oh, how do you know better than oh, I? That's well, great. we have been researching. <laughs> oh, cool. Stalking. We've 
Let's call it research. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it research. That's so strange. It's only been yeah. two years. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So do you feel like you have any specific encounters that when you first came to the city that made you especially interested in the sexual nature or in like the the hedonistic sphere? Mm. Well, I remember we used to go here for weekends a lot mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. before. And uh, I remember when we got to KitKat the first time. It was mm-hmm. so classic. yes, very <laughs> yeah. classic and so fun. Like it's so liberated. It's like the the whole people you meet there and the mm-hmm. whole. Ins- I don't know about these clubs in Sweden. They yeah. probably exist, but very very low yeah. underground. Where yeah. like connections that I don't have in Sweden at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was open and like everyone were welcome so mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was that was of course something that I was like wow this city is so cool mm-hmm. and like no, yeah sure. and that's where kind of play did playful once you started meeting all these in like kind of eccentric people and people that just lived for their craft is that where playful began um we had no clue about playful when we moved here mm-hmm. like we were just freelancers wanted mm-hmm. we wanted to party and have fun and work yeah. as little, mm-hmm. little as possible so yeah like, really yeah. and but then and then we were looking for because we met people who were maybe not only like about the sexual freedom i guess but also about the characters like being able to be themselves in so many different ways mm. and we were like hmm, how can we get to know the city through these people like are there any guides or like and yeah probably we were pretty much looking for a modern tourist guide like a more fun way to mm-hmm. get to know a city yeah and yeah. didn't find anything like there were great expat magazines and all these stuff but mm. nothing that got to know like dug deep and that got yeah. to know the characters who who chose this city yeah. like not only for the art tax or whatever but also mm-hmm. because they were feeling that they found they found their voice here yeah. and we heard that over and over again, people who were like, yeah, actually I I didn't do this until I moved here. I wasn't into this before I moved here. I started my project when I moved here, after mm-hmm. living here a while, just yeah. like we did with Playful. So people yeah. kind of felt yeah. free, seemed mm-hmm. like. And that's when we decided to like, okay, let's do it ourselves and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Lovely. And it's been successful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to use it as soon as I remember reading about Oh, where was it that I was reading about? It was some club that you were writing about in the first first issue that I got that you sent me. Was it the black one or the? Mm, or yes, the, bl- yes, the black that, one. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go there, and then realised, oh no, I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't. I know what I'm gonna wear. Oh, I can't wear that. Oh. <laughs> This is Corona, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing that's stopping us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, the city has changed a lot through like through Corona. Has it been hard for you meeting those interesting people that inspire you for your magazine, or do you feel like you've established a circle of people that you can rely on now for like creative input? Uh, it's so hard to like. We just started before. Like our first issue was out November mm-hmm. two thousand nineteen, mm-hmm. and our second was out like just before that. Yeah, pandemic. But mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that we, since the world stopped, mm-hmm. we approach has always been that we want to get close to the people. Yeah. And we want mm-hmm. to get to know them. We want to meet them and build like a connection with them. Yeah. And that's something that we really have, we have managed to do. And I don't know if maybe Corona even made it like easier for us to get like close with them because we feel that the people we featured they are so fucking supportive. Yeah. Like we're amazed all the time by. 
by how they are engaged with the mm. magazine and how they are like supporting mm. us and lifting us and, mm-hmm. and like writing us really sweet messages. So mm. I think that we are feeling very, very close yeah. with there's, them. There's a thing in Berlin that, definitely coming from London, there are creatives in London, but to help a creative out, you expect something in return. Mm. Mm. Whereas in Berlin, I think you know that that person, you have confidence that that person is going to give you that in return, whether you ask it or not. Mm-hmm. And there's a, that's a really sympathetic way of, of dealing with artists. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, Corona's definitely, I felt more support than ever for yeah. the things I do. And especially for written word. And mm-hmm. there's more time to read. Yes. <laughs> and so yeah. I think there's a big boom in yeah. poetry and books and like going back to this life that we were leading maybe about 20 years ago mm. where mm, we do agree. have more time yeah um, 100% and the people that you're interviewing will have more time to be interviewed because mm. they won't be skirting mm. yeah. around different electric night, nightclubs and I, yeah I think a big part of it is as well that because in the pandemic you're not you don't have this closeness or this intimacy with people on a physical level so I feel like a lot of people crave that and lack that at the moment so I think a beautiful way is like for artists to connect and like I feel that in my friend group circle as well like I've been having more emotional support than I have had in years and Mm. like all of a sudden there's another level to friendships to collaborations that wasn't there before because so much of like we're lacking so much of the physical touch and the physical social thing that I think that kind of gets transported to an emotional kind of support system Mm. which is beautiful like don't get me wrong I really really want to go out and Mm. meet people again but like it has a beautiful side to it as well so Mm. I'm super happy to hear that people have been really supportful I think that's Berlin just Mm -hmm. like you said too Mm -hmm. and that's also why we were inspired to start it because we could see how the the creative scene just Mm -hmm. lifted each other up and Mm -hmm. supported and they were like bringing each other on to their own projects like come and join me here and you know let's do it together Mm -hmm. it's always like exactly it's beautiful exactly and it doesn't necessarily have to result in money yeah no I don't feel at all it's about the money and that's also yeah Definitely, Corona proved mm-hmm. that the Berlin. I'm just gonna speak about the Berlin creators. Yeah, 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 I don't know yeah. <laughs> the rest, yeah. but that they are very much into what they do uh, through, like, just passion-wise. Like, yeah. it's not about. It's not, it's money. not about the money. Yeah. They do it anyway. Like, if yeah. they had to work nine to five selling mm-hmm. sausages, okay, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. They did like spend their <laughs> free time doing their project yeah. anyways. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I worked at an ice cream shop flipping waffles, yeah. but yeah. then afterwards, I would yeah. write. So exactly, yeah. and, and then party and not have to wake up and do a serious nine to five job. Yeah. Even mm. though sometimes I crave it. Yeah, weirdly. definitely. definitely. But, yeah. But the other thing, and how's your relationship been through the pandemic? <laughs> good actually yeah. this is yeah. maybe strange but i think because we uh so we when we moved to berlin we mm-hmm. had we we had we were sitting in the same freelance office space and we mm-hmm. had we met the same friends like yeah. we, all friends we got were suddenly both of our friends you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that someone wrote you. like amanda can you come you know it was mm-hmm. always like are you guys up for la 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 you know yeah and so all of our friends were like sharing mm-hmm. so uh so from working separate offices and having separate friends and like all this stuff we grew into a life where we did everything together mm-hmm. and so i think yeah we kind of already lived there the, exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and i mean even if we 
had office space to go to now it's not been open all the time but it's pretty much been open all mm-hmm. the time we mm-hmm. choose to go stay at home instead and work from the home yeah. office yeah. because of the situation and everything and it's not that we have a huge apartment like it's two mm-hmm. rooms so we mm-hmm. can stay in different rooms but mm-hmm. yeah Which is not to yeah no no i choose not to he choose yeah. he doesn't want to be with me <laughs> oh, no. yeah, he he's like i'm gonna sit in the bed i'm like can i come sit with you he's like no no, because <laughs> he feels that I'm looking at his screen all the time. What's, what's he doing on the screen? Yeah. He's just writing, but he okay. feels that I'm stressing I him or something. So much. I cannot yeah? go to a public library and like learn next to people because I always feel like people are looking at my notes and then they they see that I don't type fast enough. Or, like, oh really? That you don't type fast enough? I don't know why that's so such a big insecurity. I was like the little one, and they're just slow. So yeah, I feel for Philip, definitely. definitely. (laughs) No, but actually to speak about the sex part regarding staying together Mm -hmm. a lot, we had to, we've been dealing uh, with this, uh, the discussion about like, since we started Playful, it's been Mm -hmm. like a lot of job talk, of Mm -hmm. course, and stuff happening and like, oh, this canceled and this person is talking about this now. And Mm -hmm. you know, it happens a lot of stressful stuff as well. Like, so then it's been sometimes We've been having like discussions about so should we have hours where we are not allowed to speak about job? Mm-hmm. And yeah. yes. should we because all these so that's why at this point now it's easier for us. We're mm. like now we already had the discussion for a year mm. or more. That's very okay, smart. That's, that's a really smart, smart thing to do to not like carry job related things all the way into the, your home and like setting setting hours. And that that's really smart to do actually. Yeah. Because then yeah. suddenly you're like laying in bed and you're like not thinking about sex or like mm-hmm. even hugging and you're just like I thought about this idea now, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and you get into a discussion and you start to think about like props or I don't know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, a yeah. person to feature. It can be anything, and yeah. suddenly it's like no it's chemistry at all. It's just yeah. like we're colleagues. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say having a partner that you feel like is part of your team, like you're both on the same side, like working together, having each other's backs and support mm. is beautiful. But I think it's so important to also realize that it's also your partner. Mm. Like I mm. very much crave a relationship, single, hi, okay. um, very much crave a relationship <laughs> yeah. that um, has that like team mentality because I need yeah. someone to be on my team and um, and have my back. But I also very clearly know that. If you don't set boundaries or don't take time off being partners and romantic partners as well, that can like get into a rut. So I think it's really smart of you guys to have some hours to like leave the business stuff behind and kind of just be there as partners. So I think that's beautiful. We got very yeah. good at it actually. Now mm-hmm. when it's like, uh, it can happen sometimes stuff that is like a little bit discussion within work mm-hmm. and such. And it's suddenly since we've gone through it a couple of times, it's pretty easy for us to cut it off mm. and that's such that's like pretty much best secret to mm-hmm. even like also having a business because if you let these stuff if you can't let go of stuff mm-hmm. you're gonna be stressed stressed mm-hmm. out and your whole like even when you were friends you're gonna be tense and you're gonna be like i'm thinking about this stuff that happened you know and yeah. just just being like separate separating your life yeah, yeah like coming here today yeah. being able to laugh yeah. and think about something else yeah. and then you can turn that stuff on when it's definitely or, and yeah. what's the future of playful is it we 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 conducted a question uh, before saying do you think it will exist in another city are you going to move and then bring it somewhere else and do a kind of insider to somewhere else or is it going to stay in berlin 
so the whole <laughs> the whole playful is like this the playful in Berlin is is fitted for playful Berlin but the concept of course can be can be uh, can grow in different cities but mm. it's not going to be the same playful yeah. like all cities have their character Characteristics. Yeah. So if it would be a playful in Barcelona or playful mm. in Paris, it would yeah. obviously take the people who know the city and who know the mm-hmm. the the vibe and what yeah. the people because that's also something you move to a city because you feel connected to that city mm-hmm. and not necessarily everyone is connected to Berlin or feel like attached to Berlin. Yeah. Some people are very attached to London or some with mm-hmm. the Paris and it's because they feel that they can maybe be themselves and find inspiration in that city. Yeah. And it's different stuff that brings you and makes you feel in love make you fall in love with the city, I guess. Yeah. So I think I couldn't move to Paris and start a playful there. No. No, because I, I mean, I can, I wouldn't even know where to start with a playful in London, really, yeah. after yeah. being a Londoner. Yeah. Because it's starting a playful, playfulness and artisticness and artisticness a word? Yeah. and creativity is being stamped out, in my opinion, completely. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Mm. And that's why I moved to Berlin, because oh. I wanted to be energised by people again, and the environment, and because of the because of the raise in prices, and the government, and everything kind of sinking. But I do think there will be, in about five years, <laughs> you heard it here first, like a revolution um, and people will start being like hey the young are going to take over again prices are already actually dropping in London because oh. of corona because people mm-hmm. are now being like well I'll move outside of London because yeah. I'm not ha- I'm not having to go to work every day anymore yeah. Yeah. so I think there might be a playful coming up in London like it's in the lava it's bubbling away but yeah I don't think it's playful at the moment and Berlin is probably after being in some cities, I think it is the most playful one. And definitely like a city that when I first came here, I never had that in any other city. So another like any other city I lived in or that I liked or visited, uh, for example, Rome, every city has very distinct characteristics. And also the people make the city for sure. But I feel like Berlin doesn't have these extremely distinct characteristics as a city, but they all come from what the people and the creatives have created here. So mm. I thought the way you put it in your about you on your um, website page to like introduce someone to the city without blur through the people through people that do creative projects that's what like makes the city that's what makes the city that's why I feel like it's such an interesting magazine for such a great place that's such a great way to get to know a city yeah yeah for some reason also the people within culture <laughs> I mean they set some some. Uh, Politic rules for the city that I want to lift. That I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, let's let's. This is what works, or yeah. like this is what we should mm-hmm. work yeah. from or through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything that you've heard that has completely shocked you in terms of sexual encounters and experiences? Because I always yes. think I'm never going to be shocked because I think I've heard it all or whatever, and there's oh. no desensitizing that. But then I came to Berlin. <laughs> And I was like, you do that with that? <laughs> you pee on who? No, yeah. I'm gonna, Every day? <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna tell you something that we cut out through mm-hmm. an interview that we did. Yeah. And it's the, it's uh, in the magazine, the oh, yeah. latest issue of Playful. So I went to meet with uh, Simon Tower, who is the KitKat founder, and who's also doing porn, his alternative porn. Mm-hmm. And he's an 
interesting person mm-hmm. like he's very very interesting and very when he talks you listen like he's very mm-hmm. charismatic in many ways mm-hmm. and uh, so he he does also well he was very much into scat in the 80s 90s mm-hmm. with his movies so he's trying yeah. out so poop porn mm-hmm. uh, why is it called scat I have no clue. What does that stand for? Shitting. I will Google that right shitting now. Shitting ketamine at <laughs> titties. <laughs> I don't know. But he told us some interesting stuff about like how he got into it and what worked with it and why. And it was stuff like what you had. Like they tried they tried different foods to get the right consistent and the right smell and, and everything okay and he was he thought like what what this i'm gonna if if this is my opinion about what he said so okay. i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna be able to quote him directly mm-hmm. so please take it a little bit like yeah, it's okay. my kind of retelling, re- repeat but... retelling exactly mm-hmm. so i don't want anyone to be like Okay, yeah. Chinese whispers. Yeah, yeah. But still, don't don't quote us on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and don't hold it against Simon if he's like, no, that's not what I meant. You yeah. Know? But uh, so he he said that they tried out different foods and all these stuff, and and he also kind of enjoyed the so f- feminine f- femininity mm-hmm. and. Uh, with yeah women mm-hmm. he kind of felt that they were a little bit untouchable and a little mm-hmm. bit princessy mm-hmm. so he thought it was exciting to see them poop see poop in their faces i of. see we're seeing like two girls one cup like it, it's it was an artistic yeah. to him it yeah. was like artsy I'm, in some way i get it it's i a juxtap- guess just a position between like the the pop culture ideal of women being pretty princesses and untouchable and exactly like, this, holding yeah. the other extreme to that and making them d- dirty quite yeah. literally yeah. there's an artist yeah. that takes photos of girls having their heads hold up mm-hmm. seeing the puke coming down and it's like mm-hmm. an analog photography series mm-hmm. of these yeah. i don't i will i'll it's reference analog. He must yeah that's, that's amazing it's pretty <laughs> amazing it's analog he, yeah. i don't know if it was like to do with maybe eating disorders but i think yeah, it was yeah. just like proper like end yeah. of the night yeah. puking yeah. yeah and it was the same thing just showing women mm-hmm. that things come out of them yeah. that are ugly and they're exactly. not horses yeah. and rainbows and yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah and he and then he said he talked about uh that they sh- they tried out to eat meat before and that it smells terrible so instead it's better to have vegetarian and vegan food for the is days before yeah, and okay. but the consistent is terrible mm-hmm. so it's a lot more soft yeah. which is also used in, yeah <laughs> this is this, like such a new world exactly it's really interesting but these are stuff that i wrote like yeah. i was like oof great and like this is so interesting and philip who's the publisher Mm -hmm. he was like manda we're deleting this part we're (laughs) deleting this and i was just like taking all this stuff out from the article and i was like yeah there was also a quote okay so there was this one quote Mm -hmm. uh, that he also said that i was like laughing about because it was like it's so freaking funny and um, he was gonna play like direct a movie the Wednesday after our interview mm-hmm. and he was like it's about this uh, fool walking in the street with a Quasimodo bag and bells <laughs> hanging from her pussy and oh I God, was like oh my, my god <laughs> yep I was like that's an amazing quote and yeah, I just yeah. lifted that quote up I was like I love this quote I'm gonna yeah. have it like yeah. pop up yeah. and Philip was like Amanda we cannot have this quote <laughs> Quasimodo what? that's like a sickness 
like you know so it's ah, so good it? ah so yeah it is like the because it's, it's the hunchback of notre dame and it is mm, like yeah. it's very much based on a person with with this like a disability like the, the old books and the tellings mm. so i get that in like a conscious society where ableism and all exactly that so philip is such a great publisher yeah, like yeah. it mm-hmm. like the stuff that I think are like, well, how fun. And yeah, I don't yeah. question it twice. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always looking at the text yeah, and questioning yeah. it three times and yeah. being like, yeah. no, I'm not. This and is like... Again, showcasing that you guys are a great team. Like, yeah. Really that, yeah, we are a great good. team. Yeah. We are definitely a great team. Like, yeah. Actually, but then to a certain extent, playful is all about being playful. So maybe <laughs> sometimes you do need to leave those stuff in. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to censor yeah. that. Yeah, that's very true. Um, also, uh, just as long as, for example, it, no, uh, yeah, not. yeah, I don't. We don't want people to feel like they are uh, being humiliated. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how did that porn go? Did he did he Actually, get attacks on that in terms? Well, of Philip says that he's looking once a week for that film. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm on Simon Tower's yeah. website. It's called Nude Poetry. I'm on there mm-hmm. once a week to look if it's released mm-hmm. because we're so excited about seeing this movie, yeah, yeah. and it's not released yet. No, okay. So we're still waiting. Well, we're okay. excited. Have on that, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's I think we also met, I think it's the, the woman who was going to play the fool. Okay. Yeah, uh, she, I think she's also the person we met when we did the interview. We did it at the... Mm-hmm. His house. Te- no, the temporary location of KitKat was Lesage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And there was this girl who was there and she was like... We were like, oh, okay, we're going to snap some photos. And they were like, okay, cool. And she just like... She was so... It was so funny. Mm-hmm. She just like, okay, yeah. She wanted to be in the in the photos as well. And she just mm-hmm. like pulled her skirt up mm-hmm. with like no undies and yeah. just like post like on with her bum in the air and just yeah. like her whole pussy showing. And we were like, oh, okay. I love it. Then you see, there's no direction there. She's yeah. ready for it. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was no like, pennies. this is the prettiest part of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so because there's such a narrative as well about like, is a vagina pretty? What makes a vagina pretty? What? Yeah. Is it? Who yeah. says it's not pretty? I thought everyone thought it was oh, pretty. Oh, I heard from a man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I heard from a man once that it was a badly made sandwich. A badly made sandwich? He was like the one with the turkey flapping out, you know? I was like, oh, hey, well. Don't I'm, speak I'm, about my vagina yeah. like that. That's it wasn't terrible. It wasn't particularly about mine. No, but I mean, but it's. it's, it's I mean, it's sometimes insane. mine looks like a badly made sandwich. Like, like, dude, but like, it's about, like, it's, it's about, it's something, it's But then he can't see the art in that. Like, yummy. it's it, it, a badly made because it's, it's, it's you don't so get to bite all the things together or a badly made because he thinks it's aesthetically ugly. Yeah. Because it's like, aesthetically one of those, beautiful. <laughs> no. One of those pret sandwiches that doesn't fill it up. I want to see him you know. on a really, really bad hangover with no food at home, and let's see how that badly made turkey sandwich looks then. Right. I think he might have right. liked penis. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's why he was so. Yeah. 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 This is the, I actually need to look that maybe. Yeah. A guy once yeah. told me he only um, because he thought he said he has a very aesthetic eye, so he only licks aesthetically pleasing vaginas and I was like oh what? Like, that's so like what the that's, fuck that's condescending what is aesthetically beautiful and he was like yeah I really like symmetry and I was like you're oh my dick is god not symmetrical no. at all. I threw up on his dick while giving him a blowjob so it's all good retribution reckoning on that note <laughs> <laughs> oh my god on that puky note um 
I think we will end it because yeah. we have done a solid hour. Thank you so much. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Exciting. We have a present for you as well. Yes, oh we my god. All right. Thank you for listening to your episode. I'm Hannah. Hi. I'm Eliza. And uh, we hope you enjoyed. Yeah, and please uh, like, subscribe, and um, follow us on Was It Good For You, the podcast on Instagram. And if you would like to contribute or be on the podcast yourself, you can email us on wasitgoodforyou100 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. You guys have a lovely day. Have a sexy time.